Coming to you from deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. episode, Electronic Music of Dune. Dune, Desert Planet. I just had to recite those words from the first few pages of the novel Dune by Frank Herbert. Dune is a science fiction novel written in 1965 by Frank Herbert. Epic in the science fiction manner, it covered large spans of time, galaxies crawling with imperial intrigue, Murder, politics, human computers, genetic manipulation, and mysticism. Shrouded in a cloak of ecological awareness, it also strongly echoed concern around the welfare of a planet's natural resources and the relationship of humans with the world around them that was becoming fashionable in the 1960s and remains so today, as a matter of fact. Earth is never mentioned, I don't think, among the many worlds that occupy Dune, and it is difficult to understand the temporal context in which the story and its five sequels take place, other than it begins around 8,000 years in the future, in the year 10,191. A delightful paradox invented by Herbert is how an advanced space-traveling civilization had banned the use of computers, relying instead on human computers or mentats to plot likely outcomes, and mental space navigators to sail the narrows of space while they traveled great distances without moving, as they described it. Herbert delighted in not really providing much in the way of explanation for these things, but rather focused on the results and the relationships between the many intriguing characters found in the world of Dune. This novel, written long ago, continues to inspire musicians and filmmakers. While recently looking through my archive of recordings, I, I happened to notice a recurrence of the Dune theme. So. I've gathered these instances together for you to enjoy in this podcast. There are at least three film and television versions of Dune that I know of, and I've included tracks from Toto, Brian Eno, Graham Revel, and Hans Zimmer for those. Then there is a fusion jazz interpretation of the novel by David Matthews. Dune also remained a lifelong source of fascination for Klaus Schulze. I'm including not only his original Dune work from 1979, an album side's worth of classic Schulze electronic music, but also a track from his final recording from 2022 called Deus Arrakis. Along the way, we will hear author Frank Herbert reading from Dune, 
Some short tracks by Kurt Stenzel, inspired by the Jodorowsky version of Dune that was never made, and a track from Grimes from her first album from 2011 called Getty Primes. Then there is Australian electronic musician Johnny reciting the Litany Against Fear from the book. While I usually organize my podcast in chronological order, I took a few liberties this time for the sake of effect, so please see the podcast playlist for the details on all of the tracks that I'm including. And without further delay, let's begin our interplanetary exploration of electronic music inspired by the novel Dune. This is Tom Holmes on the Archive of Electronic Music.
Greatness is a transitory experience. It is never consistent. It depends in part upon the myth-making imagination of humankind. The person who experiences greatness must have a feeling for the myth he is in. He must reflect what is projected upon him. And he must have a strong sense of the sardonic. This is what uncouples him from belief in his own pretensions. The sardonic is all that permits him to move within himself. Without this quality, even occasional greatness will destroy a man. From Collected Sayings of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. In the dining hall of the Arakeen Great House, suspenser lamps had been lighted against the early dark. They cast their yellow glows upward onto the black bull's head with its bloody horns and onto the darkly glistening oil painting of the old duke. Beneath these talismans, white linen shone around the burnished reflections of the Atreides silver, which had been placed in precise arrangements along the great table, little archipelagos of service, waiting beside crystal glasses, each setting squared off before a heavy wooden chair. The classic central chandelier remained unlighted, and its chain twisted upward into shadows where the mechanism of the poison snooper had been concealed. Pausing in the doorway to inspect the arrangements, the Duke thought about the poison snooper and what it signified in his society. All of a pattern, he thought, you can plumb us by our language, the precise and delicate delineations for ways to administer treacherous death. Will someone try chow murky tonight, poison in the drink, or will it be chow mas, poison in the food? He shook his head. Beside each plate on the long table stood a flagon of water. There was enough water along the table, the Duke estimated, to keep a poor Arakeen family for more than a year. Flanking the doorway in which he stood were broad laving basins of ornate yellow and green tile. Each basin had its rack of towels. It was the custom, the housekeeper had explained, for guests as they entered to dip their hands ceremoniously into a basin, slop several cups of water onto the floor, dry their hands on a towel, and fling the towel into the growing puddle at the door. After the dinner, beggars gathered outside to get the water squeezings from the towels. How typical of a Harkonnen fief, the Duke thought, every degradation of the spirit that can be conceived. He took a deep breath, feeling rage tighten his stomach. The custom stops here, he muttered. He saw a serving woman, one of the old and gnarled ones the housekeeper had recommended, hovering at the doorway from the kitchen across from him. The Duke signaled with upraised hand. She moved out of the shadows, scurried around the table toward him, and he noted the leathery face, the blue within blue eyes. My Lord wishes, she kept her head bowed, eyes shielded. He gestured. Have these basins and towels removed. But, noble born, she looked up, mouth gaping. I know the custom, he barked. Take these basins to the front door. While we're eating, and until we've finished, each beggar who calls may have a full cup of water. Understood? Her leathery face displayed a twisting of emotions, dismay, anger, with sudden insight, 
Leto realized she must have planned to sell the water squeezings from the foot-trampled towels, wringing a few coppers from the wretches who came to the door. Perhaps that also was custom. His face clouded, and he growled, I'm posting a guard to see that my orders are carried out to the letter. He whirled, strode back down the passage to the great hall. Memories rolled in his mind like the toothless mutterings of old women. He remembered open water and waves, days of grass instead of sand, dazed summers that had whipped past him like windstorm leaves. All gone. I'm getting old, he thought. I felt the cold hand of my mortality, and in what? An old woman's greed. In the great hall, the Lady Jessica was the center of a mixed group standing in front of the fireplace. An open blaze crackled there, casting flickers of orange light onto jewels and laces and costly fabrics. He recognized in the group a stillsuit manufacturer down from Carthag, an electronics equipment importer, a weather shipper.
I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. And where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain.
listening to Electronic Music of Dune on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes.
Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed Electronic Music of Dune, works inspired by the novel on the archive of electronic music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about all of the music can be found in the playlist on the podcast website. Please check out my blog for the Bob Moog Foundation. You'll find a link on my podcast website. A transcription of notes for the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge, in print or as an ebook. You may also want to read my book about sound art, also available from Routledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes. They span many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music, from symphonic rock to music for meditation, all inspired by vintage recordings from my archives. So long for now from the Archive of Electronic Music. Peace and happy listening. All of the music heard on this podcast is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to thehomesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at tomholmes.com. So long from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music.